Welcome back to the Bible Geek Podcast. This is Jay Cruz with another episode, and this is episode 26. And today we're going to talk about healing. Is God still healing? We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Sunday. It's a beautiful day. Um, got a hundred billion things I have to do today, but you know what? <laughs> it's still a beautiful day. And um, anyway, today's podcast is going to be on healing. Um, sometimes I get into conversations concerning if if God is still healing people. Why are people still in hospitals? Why do people get sick? Why do people die? Why do things happen? Where is God in all of this? And I am going to go ahead and say that what does the Word of God say? What does the Bible say concerning all these things? Because if we're going to ask about these things, then we just can't give you our own personal opinion on the matter. We have to go to the source of it all. We have to go to God for this type of information. And I think that a lot of people just get confused with Scripture. You know, like they they try to take all of Scripture and they just kind of just apply it everywhere. They just kind of dump it all into one bucket instead of just kind of just, um, you know, rightly dividing the Word of God um, so that you can get a better understanding. And of course, we know as Christians that our understanding comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from God himself. It doesn't come from anybody. It doesn't come from any man. You know, um, there's a lot of religions out here who tend to go to a man because they think that the man is close to God and therefore the man hears from God. And you kind of just, you know, you kind of get the gist of what I'm getting at with this. And so, they feel like this man is like the authority on all this stuff. And, you know, I mean, it's just so much that we could talk about. And I think I do. I need to do a podcast on like certain religions and 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 why a lot of their stuff is a big no, no. <laughs> all right. Um, anyway, let's get into this podcast. And of course, I like to start out with scripture. I like to I like to use scripture when I talk about things because it's a way for me to give you the proof of what I'm saying, right? The Bible says, or not the Bible, but the Word of God says that be a good Berean, right? Be a good Berean when you're, when you're, when you're kind of like listening to people and what they say, go ahead and, you know, go back to the Word of God because the Word of God is, is the one that you can filter all this stuff through in order to get the truth. <clears throat> but anyway, so in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 6, it says, Behold, I will bring to it health and healing, and I will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. Okay. Um, when you're reading one verses like this, <laughs> like this one right here, you're not going to know what it means, what it's saying. And this is where I'm trying to get at. Like, I'm trying to show you, like, sometimes you have these folks or these pastors. I kind of call them one verse Charlies because they use one verse instead of, like, reading the whole context of what's going on. So I have to be careful when I use these verses and when I'm talking on this podcast because I want to make sure that you guys get a great understanding of what's going on. You have to remember that. We live in a fallen world. We live in a world that is dying. It's fading away, right? And so we are here for a season, right? The Bible's here, uh, the Bible says that, you know, one day we're here, the next we're gone, right? 
And so we're here for a season. So this isn't like our <laughs> last dwelling place, you want to say, or uh, our home home, so to speak. This is kind of like you just traveling through, you know, you're traveling through, um, you're making the most of it. You're doing everything um, in your power to do what God requires of you, and that's to be good and to be loving, right? And to treat people with respect and, and so forth. Now, we're not perfect. I get it. We all go through things. Me, myself, I'm nowhere near perfect. So we all go through our things. The thing is, is that we can always go back and try to fix those things and move forward. So as far as healing goes, we're, we're living in a dying world. You know, the second Adam rebelled, he brought death, he brought separation, he brought sickness, like all that stuff came in because absent God, right? Absent God, you don't have the benefits of all of that, right? You get those benefits when God is involved, you know? And Jesus coming in, what, what, does, what does the scripture say about Jesus? He says, by his stripes, we are healed, right? By his stripes, we are healed. We're made whole, right? And so there's tons of scripture concerning healing, right? And is is sin is is you are you a person who's getting sick? Is it tied to your sins? Well, the Bible says, yeah, it is. It's, it is tied to your sins. And if you read, if you read in Psalms 103, verse 2 to 4, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, right? So there it goes, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. In order for you to get healing, right? Have good health. The Word of God says you have to go to the one, the only one that can do this for you. In this world, we are grown accustomed to just popping pills, medications, you know, like Medicaid. Look, look, I got my medication for this. I got my medication for that. And, you know, I got my medication for this, that, and a third. And I've seen people open up like... <laughs> Their medicine cabinet is like, whoa, like, how is this person still living? Because you do know that medicine doesn't heal you. Antibiotics do, right? They kill infection, but medicine don't heal you. They just kind of really just slowly, you slowly die. <laughs> That's all it really is. You got to go to God for true healing, right? But also, you have to remember that the will of God may not be for you to be healed. And there might be reasons why God is not healing you. You know, I remember a, a atheist saying, oh, psh, you guys, all this healing stuff. Why are the hospitals filled? Well, the hospitals are filled because, number one, <laughs> no believer there is going in there. It's, it's against the law for you to just walk in there and start praying over people. You can't just walk into people, you know. And start praying, and <laughs> you can't pray for the whole world to be healed. I mean, people are dying, and in their hearts, in their minds, and their hearts, they have to choose God. You can't just walk in there if somebody doesn't want God. You can't just say, if 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 I see somebody sick, I can pray for them. If they want it, I can pray for them, and they will heal because they want it. But if you have individuals that don't want it, and they're like, "Nah, leave me alone with that stuff. I don't believe in that stuff," then no, you they're going to die. They're going to die. 
All right. Now, not everybody. Everybody's going to die at one point in time, and it doesn't matter how you're going to go, whether it's warming your bed or in a horrible accident or whatever the case may be. We are all going to go. We are all going to go to to be judged by Jesus Christ himself. Okay. I mean, that's just the word of God. It's just straight. You know, it says that first the death and then the, the judgment. All right. So you immediately get judged, right? And so if you read also in, um, if you read in James chapter five, verse 15, right? It says, it says, check it out. It says, and the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick. And the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. I really highly believe that there are people, man, that last all the way up to their night. My father is like in his late 80s. You know what I'm saying? Like There are people that, that and I'm not saying that, okay, all believers who have faith get to, get to make it to their 80s and 90s. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you were to run the statistics, you will see that there's a lot more Christians on this earth than there is anybody else, honestly. Okay. Um, but you won't run those statistics because then people would know. All right? They will know the truth. So what we believe is that we go to God for our healing. Now, that's not to say that we're not going to get sick and then God's not going to heal us. So you got to remember the will of God has to be done. And whatever his will is and whatever your timeline is, like he, whatever your timeline is or whenever your time, it's time for you to go, God will transfer you. He will transition you, especially if you're a person that's, you know, not doing the will of God. Like you, absent God is death, you know, and death is lurking at your doorstep all the time. So you got to keep that in mind. Like every day is not promised, you know, but through Jesus Christ, you know what? It doesn't matter if we live or die because we know that when we leave, we're going to be with him. We're going to rejoice regardless, you know, because that's the spirit of God in us that helps us to rejoice. Now, in Psalms uh, 147, chapter three, it says he heals the broken heart and binds up their wounds. This is talking about Jesus. This is talking about God himself, that this is what he does. Um, he loves to heal people, you know, um, in Isaiah chapter 53, verse five, it says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. It's talking about Jesus. He was crushed for our iniquities upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. So this is talking about Jesus Christ, his sacrifice, you know, um, through his stripes, we are healed. God has sent his son to heal the world. God has sent his son to save the world not to condemn it, right? But um, you probably going to say, oh, but the apostles, you know, they went out here and they were told, yeah, the apostles were given strict instructions. And this is what I keep saying about, like, there's just certain people that just don't get it. They apply everything. They throw everything into one bucket. And here's what I'm going to go ahead and say. In Matthew chapter 10, uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, it says, heal the sick, right? This is Jesus com uh, given... Um, Basically telling the apostles, this is what you're going to do. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without pain, give without pay, right? So he's saying this to who? To the entire world? No, he's specifically speaking to the apostles because 
The way to prove that Jesus is who he says he is, is by displaying that great power to even be able to raise the dead, bro. That's how you would know that Jesus is who he says he is. And so he empowered the apostles to go out and do this, right? And, and so when Jesus did it, Jesus did it, you knew who Jesus was. But check it out. When the apostles would do it, they would do it in whose name? They would do it in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? To point, to show that Jesus Christ was the true Messiah and that he was here and that his power was fully active on earth, just showing and being displayed to everybody who would believe, you know? But then you would get those folks who didn't believe. And of course, those are the ones that would get lost, right? And you see Paul, right? Paul was a man of God. Paul went out, preached to the Gentiles. Paul did a lot of great things in the name of Jesus Christ, right? But he got sick, right? But think about it. He got sick, right? And look at what Paul says in his writings. He says, three times I pleaded with the Lord about this. About what? He had an issue. Nobody really knows because it really doesn't explain it. Some people think it was, it says it was a thorn in the side or whatever on his leg. There was an issue with his leg. Um, people uh, say that it was like he was just, there was like demons just kind of like a, like a, like a demon just kind of like a, a negative spirit just kind of like keeping him sick, but it was to keep him humbled, right? So it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 through 9, so you guys can read, three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, about what? About his sickness, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace, this is Jesus saying, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me, right? So here's Paul saying, hey, I, I pleaded with the Lord. I was like, Lord, take this away from me. I don't want this no more, you know? And Jesus responds, right? And then Paul gets it, right? This is keeping Paul humbled, all right? This is keeping Paul humbled. And I, and I believe that at times God will leave things on you because he wants you to remain humble, Right? He doesn't want you to lose yourself, right? Because we can become we can become prideful, boastful, and we can make it about us at times. Right? We can say, Oh, well, I'm the one that's doing this. I'm the one that's doing that. So we can become prideful. So this is kind of like protecting Paul, you know? And then even more so, he learns a greater lesson, right? He learns a greater lesson because he learns that um that Jesus' grace is sufficient for him. Like, in other words, he's like, look. I'm not going to remove this from you. My grace is enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then it says, for my power is made perfect in weakness, right? And now Paul says, I can rejoice in grace. I can rejoice in, 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 in weakness because of what God has done because of the power of God that is resting on Paul, right? And Paul knows, like he knows, like, look, I'm not going to be down here forever. I'm not going to be suffering like this forever, Eventually, I'm going to leave this world and I'm going to go be with Jesus. And this is all that matters to me, right? So to answer your questions about is God still healing, I believe he still is. But you have to remember that back in the days of the apostles, that was different. That was a different thing, you know, 
it, it doesn't mean that we're not still out here praying for people and people are not being healed. No, I mean, people are still being healed. God is still healing. But what happened back then with the apostles is not the same as what's going on with each individual believer right now. You know what I'm saying? Now, there are people that are sent out to do things, right? There are people sent out to preach the word of God, missionaries and all that stuff. And I believe that a lot of the stuff that's going on is really, you know, God's still working. But bad things happen because of our rebellion. Bad things happen because of our sinful nature. Bad things happen because of everything that we've done. We've done this to ourselves. God didn't do this to us. And God supplies us with grace, mercy, and grace. He also supplies us with healing. But think about it, though. Think about it. We're not meant to live forever, so don't expect God to continue healing you every time you get sick because you might be healed one day, but you may get sick again. You know, there are people that been healed from cancer you know, years later. They don't die from cancer, but they die from something else. I mean, it, 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 it just, it, it's just the way it is, you know. But if we look, right, and I was talking earlier about how your sins are attached to your sickness, and I believe that it's attached to the, to, to the sinful nature. But it says, therefore, in James chapter 5, verse 16, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And then it says, the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. So God is saying, hey, prayer from a righteous person has great power and it is working. All right? There's, there's a... Peter used to walk, man. Wherever Peter used to walk, and I'm Peter, Peter of the Bible, right? One of the apostles. He used to walk. And if his shadow would hit a sick person, they would just immediately get healed. That's how the power rested on, on, on Peter so heavily that people would just get healed. It just, it just, he would just walk by and things would just get restored, you know? Here's another thing, though. And this is one of my favorite uh, Bible verses. Right, because it explains how when Jesus used to always say, "Stop worrying, stop you know being depressed, stop you know st stop this, stop that, right? stop worrying, sadness." Right? Do you know that sadness and depression can slowly deteriorate your body? Like your mind is so powerful that if you stay stuck on things and negative and stuff like that, that you can destroy yourself. You can, it, your body starts to, man, it, it really starts to decay. I'm serious. And it'll kill you. And in Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22 says, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. You want that good medicine? Stay smiling. Stay laughing. Be happy. You know, it's like that old song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Be happy. You know? Be happy because being happy is what's going to keep you healthy. It says the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is great health to your bones. Okay? And, um... 
In James chapter 5, verse 14, it says, If anyone is among you sick, let him call for the elders of the church, the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, right? And then in um and then and then uh I believe that let me see, I'm actually looking at something here. <laughs> I'm going to read this, and I'm going to read one more, talk a little bit, and then we're just going to go ahead and close this podcast. Um, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, right? So you have to be thankful as you start to pray to God. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And... um. Let me see. I'm sorry. I actually was just kind of just reading something real quick. In Psalms chapter 41, verse 4, it says, As for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me, heal me, for I have sinned against you. So, as... I, I, like I said, I believe that the sinful nature is what's killing people. You're going to get sick. Things are going to happen. Um, but it is God, right? And your prayers to God that are going to heal you. And if you keep your mind on God, you're going to be fine. Um, not to say that you're going to live forever. No, but <clears throat> you will be fine. I have to say that because it's true. It's true. And so... I just saw like one more verse actually, and I kind of <laughs> want to read it. Um, Mark chapter five, verse thirty-four says, "And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed for your disease." So, as we see, we see that faith in God, faith in Jesus, um, is good for healing. Joy is good for healing. Putting your faith in God is great for healing. Prayer is good for healing. Also, surrounding yourself with believers who truly believe, who are walking in the faith. That also helps because you can always go to them and ask for prayer and you could be healed of your diseases and stuff like that. So is God still healing? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Um, was there a different reason why the apostles were doing what they were doing? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. It was to prove that Jesus was who he is. Is God still doing that today? I believe he's doing it, but I believe that you, I believe that as, as far as like, just praying and people just get healed and last forever like any mortal? No, that's not going to happen because we all have our our time, our day to depart this world and to depart this earth, however that happens. We all know that the body is slowly shutting down, um, and it's, it, it is what it is. But you can have a nice, wonderful, and abundant life through Jesus Christ. Um, you know, he says it, he promises it, you have to believe it. And um, you have to have faith exactly on what he says. And um, he is still healing. And anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we know that as well.
anyway, with that being said, I totally appreciate you guys. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. God is still healing. Yes, he is. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. Keep your mind and your heart on him. Um, you know, it's better to trust him than to trust anybody else uh, with your life. Um, you know, he, he makes promises that are true. And, you know, I'm somebody who has um, had had to deal with some issues back when I was younger. And I, I know that when my grandmother would pray for me, um, I would just heal, you know. Um, and it just taught me how to pray. It taught me how to get closer to God. It helped me to call on God and, and to build that relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, so now that whenever I need him, I call him. Now I understand that if certain things go on with me and and maybe um, I'm not being healed quickly or immediately. Maybe there's something that God is trying to show me. Maybe there's something that God is trying to teach me. Uh, maybe he's trying to keep me humble. I mean, yeah, you have to remember the will of God first before any of us or anything that we want. Um, we just have to understand and be patient and God will show us why and he will guide us through all these things. If you're out there and you need healing right now, I pray in Jesus name that you are healed for whatever you're healed, that Jesus Christ may be glorified and that the father be glorified through Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you guys and I love you guys. Take care. Bye.